Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of Infinite Basketball. I'm your host, Alex. We will get started. Hope you guys had a nice last few days, and um, hope you're hope you've been looking forward to this episode. Um, and yep, we'll have some fun today. So, first of all, I want to congratulate the. Los Angeles Lakers and winning the NBA title. So, good job from them. And um, I was right with my prediction, Lakers in six. And, um, yes, uh, and LeBron wins the finals MVP. Fairly, I mean, the Heat really did stick with them. Like that, I mean, not the last game. But I was kind of surprised they won game five, even though it was my prediction. I just kind of saw the Lakers winning that night. But I guess that just, it just, that just wasn't their night. And oh my gosh, game six, they just, they just blew them out. They just blew out the heat. I mean, they had scored almost like half of their, half the points like they had, like more than half. It was like 61 34. Um, they just played phenomenal in that first half of game six. And, yes, they did go on to winning that one, but only by 13 points. Well, only from what the lead they had there. Um, LeBron James played a solid game. I believe he had 28 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. I believe those were his statistics for that game. Um, <clears throat> and I also believe Anthony Davis had 22 points. So it was a good performance from – the the duo in LA and the Heat on the other hand, Jimmy Butler was just like he was just shut down that night. I mean, he couldn't do anything. He had twelve points. It was like seven or eight rebounds and seven or eight assists for him in Game Six. So not the best night for Jimmy Butler either. Adebayo had had twenty five points, ten rebounds, so he played all right. But they needed more help. I mean. They scored 96 points the whole game. He scored like a fourth of their points. I mean, they need more help than that. They need to bring the help. Jimmy Butler needed to step up for them to win that game and force a game seven. I think Jimmy Butler definitely had to play a much better game. And the role players weren't even the best. I mean, Drogic came back, but, you know, you can't really say it was on him. He had an injury, and I heard that injury is supposed to – you're supposed to be out for like a month, and he came back after – just a few games and he's back in. I believe it It was early in the series when he got injured, so game six he was back. But, I mean, that injury I heard is supposed to last, I think, a month. So that was just impressive he even got to play there. So don't blame this one on Drogic. Um, I mean, I, I think Duncan Robinson had a solid game, but really it was Jimmy Butler that really hurt them. They're, the Lakers' powerful defense on him. That's what shut them down. But Jimmy Butler was pretty pretty good other than that game. I mean, he had a 40-point triple-double one night, and they won. It was 104-115. I believe this was game three. Um, 40 points for Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler had a great series, and I even heard he had finals MVP consideration. But, you know, that's very rare. I believe it was 1969. Um, only one player on the losing team has won finals MVP. That's that's Jerry West for the Los and he did play for the Los Angeles Lakers, but they lost that finals. So you have to play pretty good to, to win the finals and be on the losing team. 
And I don't know if Butler had enough, especially of how poorly he played in game six. So that's what I thought. And I think it's a good choice for LeBron finals MVP. Um, I think you could have made the argument that that Anthony Davis could have won that one because he played some great he had, he had a good he played some great defense this that series and he also had a solid offense but his offense wasn't like on point every night i mean he had two games a series where he scored less than 20 points and then in game 6 he had 22 so not so he wasn't the best at scoring but he had some other solid games with like 28 points and so on so i think it was fair for lebron to win Finals MVP, but it sure was. It, it sure could go Davis's way too. Now, now the Lakers role players. Um, I was very impressed with Tavius Cardwell Pope this series. I'm surprised he was able to make a lot of his own shots because people like him and Danny Green. I mean, um, you know, they have a tougher time creating their own shots, and they normally have to get shots created by by people like. Rajon Rondo and LeBron and the the playmakers, playmakers and the good passers. But I was surprised with KCP and how he was he was making his own shots. I was really impressed with him. He had some like 10 plus point performances. He might have been like the best third person, but Rondo also had a really good game 6, so he really did help close him out. Um I I I forgot how many points he scored, but it might have been around 20 and so he played really well. So those two players really stepped up for the Lakers, and they were a huge help in this championship. I mean, I mean, I don't know if if they didn't step up, I don't know if the Lakers would even be here. But because a- Avery Bradley, um, he played in the regular season for the Lakers, but opted out of the bubble. Um, yeah. So if those guys didn't step up, I mean, I don't know if the Lakers would be where they are. So. I really do congratulate the role players of the Lakers too, and also don't forget Alex Caruso. He's he's he plays some great defense, and on the coaching side, I thought the coaching staff did a great job in Game Six. Um, I'm talking to Frank Vogel specifically. Um, he did a good job with the lineups about sitting Dwight Howard. I didn't really think about sitting Howard starting Caruso, but it wasn't a bad idea. I mean, that lineup had only played. I believe twelve minutes in the playoffs, in the in the playoffs, but they played some great defense, so that was perfect, and it really did shut down Jimmy Butler. So I I just loved that change in the lineup by Frank Vogel. I mean, he did he did a great job. I was really impressed with how he how he did that, and I I mean, really congratulations to Frank Vogel on his first NBA title. Um, Yes, and also Anthony Davis with his first title. Something interesting about Anthony Davis is he's actually a free agent, so he can choose to stay with the Lakers or um, leave. Now, I think he's probably going to stay with the Lakers. I mean, I think it's almost like no doubt he's going to stay with the Lakers. Um, Because he, first of all, he's got a championship under his belt, and then he's got a great relationship with LeBron James, you know. They're like best friends now. I mean, how how can they leave each other after one year and a title? You can't do much better than that. I don't see – if Davis leaves, I don't see why. Like, why would he leave? I mean, they got everything he wanted. And, I I mean, I'm really – I really don't think Davis is going to leave 
is going to leave Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know really why he would. I just don't. I just wouldn't understand it unless he really expresses a certain reason. But yes, I expect Anthony Davis to stay with stay with the Lakers. I mean, I think it would be good for the team, and they could try to get more titles later on. So that would be. I think that would be good for Anthony Davis to stay. Um, so, yes, it was a great finals, um, great final series overall. I liked how the Heat kept it close. So, really, congratulations to the Heat as well. I mean, I really liked how they they, 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 did, they sure did try their best to force that game seven. And so, really, congratulations to the Heat there. And so game one of the series was was a Lakers win. So the Lakers actually started off the series two to zero, and then the Heat won a game. So the Heat actually never won back to back games here, even though they won two games in the series. They were in two different times in the series, and they won two of the last four games. But there was like they weren't like straight or any of that. So that might have been what didn't keep the Heat. Heat's momentum straight, and probably if they won two straight, that really would have boosted up their confidence. Now, this is what I think is the biggest surprise, possibly. One of the biggest surprises from the Heat, this series. I was surprised with with them not coming a lot out with a lot of energy in Game 6. Because, you know, that's what we see in the playoffs. In those closeout games, I mean, they're, they've been doing all right in those, and they've... Um, I mean, they closed out Celtics in six, Bucks in five. That's not that's not too bad. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really did. I mean, really, who, who would expect the Miami Heat to be down by, like, 20-plus points at halftime in game six? Really, they're supposed to be coming out with energy, guys. Um, so, really, I was, I, was, I was a little bit surprised that, the, like, where were the Heat in that game six? I expected them to show a lot of fight, and I expected it to kind of be close. I, I predicted the Lakers win in game six, but like, um, but I was really wondering, where was the fight from the Miami Heat? Where's that heat we've been seeing this whole playoffs? I mean, they also swept the Pacers in the first round playoffs. Um, so, yeah, where were the Heat? If, if they showed up that game, this really could have been an interesting series going into a game seven, more interesting. But... Um, Anyways, it was a great season by the Heat, and congratulations to the Heat. Um, really great NBA season this year, and I'm really glad the bubble worked out. Um, we have to congratulate Adam Silver also for thinking of this, and it was just also great, great for Adam Silver. And, yes, so congratulations to him. Now LeBron this series, he was pretty close to averaging a triple-double. I I think he might have averaged around 27 points. I know he averaged like 10 rebounds and then like 9 assists. So he almost averaged a triple-double in the finals. And I think he's two triple-doubles away from Magic Johnson to tie Magic Johnson as the most triple-doubles in the excuse me, NBA Finals. So Magic has 30, LeBron has 28. So if LeBron gets – if he got two more there, he would have tied at the Magic. Now, we might be able to get that later on if he does advance to more finals. But, you know, it was just really impressive for LeBron to win finals MVP at 35. That's pretty. That's really impressive, especially for his age. Um, 
So very good for LeBron and very good. I was I'm it's just so great that the Lakers role players stepped out. That's a good reason why they won the championship. Like Caruso, KCP, um, Rondo, those three players were very valuable to the Lakers this series. And they're they sure are a large reason they won, or else the Heat probably would have won. But really, I'm it's a really congratulate the Heat for this series too, with Jimmy Butler. Um Otabayo was even did he did well in game six though. Um yes, the Heat kept it close and and they did good. They did good. I sure did expect them to come out more confidence though in that in that game six, especially after winning the last game. You know, what I like what I kind of thought about the Heat, like you I, I see them as an energy team. And what I've learned this year is mainly from them what I learned some things about the Miami Heat this year. That if you come out with a lot of energy, you really do have a good chance to win the game. I mean, really, um, that's what I've learned this year from the NBA. And I've learned that from them from the bubble, actually. I mean, these playoffs, they've came out with energy. They've came out with confidence in their teammates. They believed in their teammates. This is These are good reasons why the Heat made it to NBA Finals. And so I'm not going to forget that in later years when I'm predicting NBA games. I'm, I'm just going to remember about the energy, the energy you can come out with. I mean, really, congratulations to the Heat. I, I mean – they couldn't have done much more other than win two games, two straight games. I mean, they just they, – they really did um, give me something to learn there about their energy. I mean, you really got to get your team hyped up before the game, and you really got to get them started. After you get them started, as we've learned from the Heat, they can really get going, and the Heat went on a surprising playoff run. And the energy and the sweep by the Pacers is really what – told me the upset is going to happen versus the Bucs. And their deep team, their confidence in the team. I mean, the Heat just have the package, guys. I mean, really. They really are going to be a title contender if these people stay together. Um, people like Tyler Hero. Um, maybe Duncan Robinson can include more of a defensive game. And then Tyler Hero, maybe same thing. And he'll hopefully for the Heat that he'll improve next year. Um if the Heat stay together, they really can be a title contender next season. And so we'll just have to wait and see what what happens with the Heat. And next season really will be interesting, guys. Um, we'll have the Warriors back with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. They should be healthy. We should have them. And then, and then the Pelicans might be good with Zion. They might step up. And then we saw the Suns have a late run in the – NBA bubble, they had they won eight straight games. So we may see we may see some energy carry over to them from next season. I mean, I doubt energy can carry over that long, but we'll just have to wait and see. And you know about all these roster changes too. Like we'll have to see where Giannis ends up in free agency. Even though it's kind of like Anthony Davis, he he might he's probably gonna stay with the Bucks. But today I've actually heard that the Dallas Mavericks are interested. Um are interested to be honest and are keeping a close eye on him. And I've heard other teams such as actually the Lakers and the Clippers, and there were a few others, I'm pretty sure, that were interested in eyeing Giannis, but I heard the Mavs were the main one. But, I mean, he's probably going to re-sign with the Bucks. I even heard him say once, he's like, he's like, I want to win a championship with the Bucks. He'll probably re-sign with the Bucks, but, you know, it's always, you know, you always got to try. 
So that's what the Mavs are doing right now. Um, anyways, great NBA season. Um, yeah, and, and by the way, the East actually too might might have some tougher competition. Um, they'll have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant with the Brooklyn Nets. And now, guys, this is this is all of everyone's healthy because you know Kevin Durant didn't really get to play this year for the Nets. Um, the same, and then Steph and Clay Thompson, they both had injuries, so they'll be with the East. We might see the Heat make a um, nice playoff run next year. We'll see. Um, Celtics might be better. Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown, growing. And what the Celtics really do need, though, is they really do need a center that they can rely on. I mean, that's what they need. They need a quality center. I mean, you you really do need a quality center to win. I mean, the Blakers center, they had the energy into White Howard, which is great, but they just had two players that are really that are real that are superstars and that are really good players in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's what, why they won the title, and their supporting cast was also reliable. So. So that's the conclusion of the 2020 to 2021 NBA season. And Sunday, um, I will make another podcast and I'll have a special guest. So stay tuned. And I hope you guys have good next few days and um, you guys will hear from me from Sunday. So hope you guys liked this podcast and bye, everyone.